0: All right. Man, got to dry some tears, you know, right now. (laughs) Got to get my composure a little bit. Um, Man, it's so much fun every single week to take out time, to take out time. And to remember that God's called us into leadership. Uh, Serve team, this is for you. Serve team, we're talking to you. If you're joining us, you're driving down the street in your car, if you're listening to this after Wednesday at some other date, I just want to challenge you, this is for you. We we do this for you because we see something inside of you, and we believe that God has called us as leaders and pastors to, to draw that out. It's our responsibility. So we're so glad you're joining us. We're so excited about today. Uh, I wanna, I wanna kind of follow uh, Nate and Eric's lead and just say I wanna honor our pastor. Oh, we're so yeah. grateful for you guys. Um, so grateful. I think Eric did such a great job of explaining why we believe in honor why we by honor our leaders is because um, honestly uh, God works through authority and our our pastors are great leaders and they're incredible authority they're safe covering over this church yeah, yeah, yeah. but um I just I'm just really grateful personally for the way you guys have uh, like shepherded and pastored our souls. You guys have cared about us before, sometimes before you even knew us. You've, you've prayed for us and you've seen us, and so thank you guys so much for the pastors that you are. We love you guys so much, we're so grateful, we're so excited about this. Okay guys, I wanna, I wanna call this talk, this conversation, um, check your scoreboard, check your scoreboard. Okay, so some of you heard this story uh, years ago. I'm not a sports guy, all right? So I'm trying to be a sports guy, really trying. I got strong opinions, but they're not always right, and um, I, I'm, not a, I'm not a sports guy, okay, and so uh, it, it was worse in the past. A few years back, Pastor Earl and I, we were at a hotel, um, and for a, we were doing like a staff leadership uh, conference thing, and, and we were, were at this hotel, and we're sitting there in this restaurant, and there's a game playing in the restaurant, and um, I'm trying to join in in this conversation. Pastor Earl's all... He's all glued into this baseball game. It's the World Series. And uh, I'm, I'm trying to join it. I'm trying to have something to say. And so I was like, man, we're losing. We're losing, man. Like, it's frustrating. I don't know why we're losing right now. And Earl looks at me so nice. Like, so nice. He's trying not to embarrass me because he knows I don't know what I'm talking about. And so he, he looks at me and he's like, Man, man we're, we're winning. We're like, we're winning. He's like, where are you looking at? And I was looking at this row of numbers at the bottom of the screen. <laughs> Turns out it was actually the stats of the players that were playing, and it had nothing to do with the score. And uh, and I, I had this epiphany in that moment that sometimes in leadership and sometimes in life we're looking at the wrong scoreboard. Sometimes we think we're losing when we're actually winning. Sometimes we think we're winning when we're actually losing. And actually, Pastor Earl brought us together uh, on Monday morning as a staff, and he just said, listen, um, I'm going to paraphrase, but he said, listen, there there feels like there is a void of leadership in our world, in our country, and even in the church. And he said, it feels like that we are looking left and right and seeing leaders and politicians and movie stars either get canceled or fail or or morally have some sort of issue in their life, and it feels like you can look at that and be like, man, we're losing. Yeah. We're losing. Right. But in all reality, sometimes we're looking at the wrong scoreboard yeah. because oh, what happens in those situations is yeah. as, as we're looking at a leader and we're expecting them to be the answer, them to be the one that oh, takes man. us where we think we should go. Or, But in reality, these people are, are just people just like you and I. Yeah. And it's always been about Jesus, and it stays about Jesus. And that's the reason why we all as leaders served him. We as leaders do what we do. Um, so I, I, I saw this. I saw that there was a void of leadership as he was talking. I was like, there's a void. There's a, a gap. There's a space in our world in leadership. And I, and I was reading yesterday in Acts chapter 1, and there was the same thing. There was a leadership void in Acts chapter 1. That just, Jesus had just gone to heaven. Um, And Jesus um, had told them, listen, go back. I need you to go back to this room, and I want you to wait because I'm going to send the Holy Spirit. And and so they go back to this room, and the first thing they do is they're like, you know what? There used to be 12 of us. There's only one. There's there's actually, we're missing one. There's a a leadership gap. There's a leadership void right now. And they said, and the the, the, the thing that stuck out to me was um, they were saying, we need to replace this leader. We need to put a leader in this gap. And they said, so let us choose. Acts chapter 1, verse 21 says, we must choose a replacement for Judas from among the men who were with us the entire time when we were traveling with the Lord Jesus. From the time he was baptized by John until the day he was taken from us. Hmm. Whoever is chosen will join us as witnesses of the resurrection of Jesus. Hmm. And I, and, I, and I thought about what Pastor Earl had said uh, on Monday, and I thought about, like, he just said, you know, sometimes people just make it about something besides Jesus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what, what stuck out to me here is that their criteria to choose a leader Come on. was somebody who had witnessed the resurrection of Jesus. Wow. All right. All right. The criteria... All right. the criteria was was someone who had seen the resurrection of Jesus, and you and I could be sitting in this room right now in this yeah. moment and think, "Oh man, well, how how does that apply to us? How do we do that? How do we actually? We none of us were there. We were <laughs> it happened a long time ago. There's no way we could even ever know for sure. We didn't see with our eyes Jesus' life come back wow. to life and wow. walk out of that tomb. Right. But that's actually not true because because uh, Romans uh, chapter six says that the criteria. For us to be called leaders to fill that leadership gap has not changed. Romans chapter 6 says, for we died and were buried with Christ by baptism. And just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glorious power of the Father, so now we also may live new lives. Guys, here at Shoreline City, the reason why starting at Growth Track for the rest of your time till you're old and gray and seeing your grandkids grow up, we will call you leaders. The reason we call you leaders is because your life, has been transformed wow. by Jesus Christ. This is the criteria for which we, it's not to get you to serve. It's not to get you to do something. It's because we feel compelled as leaders If we don't say it, nobody else is going to say it because we can see the change that's in your life. We can see how God has broken change and freed you and, and set. And as Nate and was saying, has healed your marriage. We've seen your life come back to life just like Jesus' resurrection life. Still is the criteria for us to be leaders. And so I I, want to challenge us as we're going into Connect Group season. We got that starting next week. I want to challenge us that you may feel like that something happened in 2020 on the inside of you. Right. 2020 right. lied to you. 2020 it's told you right. that something had changed. The church shut its doors, oh, and therefore, God. maybe they don't need me anymore. Maybe I no longer had that call that I oh. dared to believe was true about my life. Actually, you know what? It's it's, it's actually not. They don't need me. I'm just going to take care of me and mine, and I'm just going to stay close to home, and I'm just going to play it safe. Mm-hmm. And, and I just want to challenge you. If you if God is working on your heart right now to host a connect group, would you please say yes? Come on but for one reason and one reason alone, and that is because resurrection life flows through your veins. And there is a lost and dying world. There is a leadership gap. There is a leadership void that God is asking us as leaders at Shoreline City to step into because our lives have been changed. I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for joining us. And uh, see you guys next week. <laughs> that was so good. Man, thank you, thank you. that was yeah, the man pray over that too. Pray over that 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 would get sealed. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, I would love that. I would love to. Father, we just come before you right now and, and we just ask, God, that you would awaken us, God. We ask, God, that you would call our hearts back to life, God. I pray, Father, that the times when we felt hopeless and alone and we felt like our sin and, 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 and the situations of our life were gonna overcome us, but you came in, Lord. You came in. You took our place on the cross, Lord, and you actually rose again on the third day. And just like you, Lord, we get to die, get buried, and raised to new life. Is the story of the gospel. God, and I just ask, God, that you would send this message out into all of our hearts. God, I ask, God, that you would help us to come alive and to step into the leadership gap, the leadership void that is in this world, because it's always been about you. It's never not going to be about you, God. We are not leading people to ourselves. We're leading them to a saving knowledge of you, God, and we ask, God, that you would continue to change lives through this church. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.